Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number four in the book of Philippians. We're going to look at uh, a situation that Paul does not like. And I'm going to title today, Something Has Happened to Me. And frankly, it's something I think Paul does not like. It's a it's an unpleasant circumstance. And we're going to ask a big question about us is, what will we do when something happens to us? Something we don't prove something we don't prefer. For Paul, that was an imprisonment. Listen in here, this is from Philippians chapter 1, verse 12. I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me, that's the theme for today, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. Turned out to be a good thing. So that it's become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. So there's this this good thing that happens when something bad happens to Paul. And most of the brothers, so now we're going to talk about Christians, and most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. So he talks about the positive things that's happened to, to brothers because of watching Paul in his imprisonment. Verse 15, some indeed preach Christ from envy and rivalry, but others from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of rivalry, not sincerely, but thinking to afflict me in my imprisonment. What then? Question mark. Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in that I rejoice. So for Paul here, he's describing a bad situation, something that's you know painful and something he probably wouldn't have preferred. So he says that something has happened to me, and then in my parentheses in my mind, that I preferred, that I wish it would not have happened, has resulted in something that would not have happened without it. So let's think about circumstances uh, that we may have experienced. Maybe a death of a of a loved one, maybe the death of a child, maybe the the fixing of an in, uh, in, enduring a difficult marriage, maybe a layoff from work, maybe uh, getting a chronic disease, maybe it maybe a catastrophic injury, maybe paralysis, maybe a, a situation in a pandemic and pandemic, maybe a job job retire, retirement, or uh, in John Piper's case, he got a cancer. And he wrote a great article, Don't Waste Your Cancer. You can Google it if you want to find find out about it. But these are all situations that we would not prefer. And certainly, none of these things are a picnic. However, God uses them. He allows them, even designs them in his allowed and sovereign will. And, And are they difficult? Absolutely. And often they cause a a reliance on him, even an utter reliance, a trusting on him when all else has been knocked away. It certainly focused the attention. Many of them are associated with death and usually much suffering. It kind of keeps the main thing the main thing. I refer you to my podcast a couple of weeks ago uh, about my mother who who was told that she had 42 days to live and it changed relationships and time and words and her contact with God. Everything changed in those uh, 42 days. And Piper makes 
a point at the end of his article that there are things worse than cancer, which is sin or estrangement from uh, Christ or death without God. And all these situations afford the believer an opportunity to bear witness. So there will be opportunities. So let's find out in the passage what happened to Paul and his opportunities. First, he, he mentions the Imperial Guard. So he's been with the Imperial Guard uh, somewhere along the lines of five years through shipwreck, through travel, uh, through uh, all kinds of things. And these guards have been watching Paul steadily, daily, uh, hourly, maybe by the, by the minute, uh, as he's been under under guard, and they've been reading his character, they've been reading his responses, they've been reading his uh, activities in shipwrecks, and and maybe even reading his letters. They've they've heard his sermons in Acts 21 and 22. They've been basically reading his life, his words, and his resilience to this situation, this imprisonment. And he's been proclaiming, probably on a daily basis, it's not for criminality, but it's for Christ. The other thing, so the Imperial Guard has benefited by Paul's imprisonment. How about the kings? It says in Acts 9, when Paul became a believer, that he was going to carry my name before kings. Well, that never happened until Paul got arrested. And then in Acts 23, he goes, between, goes uh, before Felix, the governor, then Festus, and then uh, King Agrippa, and then shipwrecks, and eventually he's going to go through uh, all the way to Caesar. And then what about geography? Uh, all these things happened because Paul got imprisoned. Malta, Rome, Cyprus, Lycia, Pamphylia. These are all places he went that he wouldn't have gone because of his imprisonment. So, and then, so those are non-believers, and that's geography. Well, what about what about Christians? What happened to the Christians who watched Paul endure something that has happened to me, something that was unpleasant, something that he preferred not to? And what was the result? In Christians, well, it says they became more confident. They they spoke more boldly. They spoke the word without fear. Without fear of what? Well, he showed him that imprisonment wasn't the end of the world. So maybe too of cancer or death or loss or pandemics or whatever our situation is. Um, so in conclusion, let's something has happened or something will happen to you. You probably won't like it unless you put the Lord into the uh, equation. And it's going to offer you a platform that you never had before. It's going to give you access to new people and maybe even new uh, locations. It's going to give you an influence, a platform of influence to non-believers as well as believers. You can bless brothers with confidence and boldness and goodwill and love and their ability to proclaim. So we're going to ask and conclude with the question today. I, I, want, I want us to get ready because what will you do when something happens to you that you probably don't prefer? What will you do when this happens to you? Let's be like Paul and use what's happened to him as a new platform, as a new uh, effort in boldness. Thank you for listening.